Let's check in with Jamelcy Rodriguez. She's president and CEO of Planned Parenthood of the St. Louis region and southwest Missouri. Their location has been on the front lines of this issue as more states continue to restrict abortion access. Jamelcy, welcome to Reset. Thank you, Susie, for having me this morning. So first, what was your reaction when you heard the news break last night? Well, I, I want to start by saying that clearly we are devastated. I'm furious. I'm angry. But if there's one thing that I'm not is surprised. I think that last night leaks made it crystal clear that our deepest fears are now coming a reality. And we're at a crisis moment for abortion access. And I just want to start by making it clear to your audience that abortion, it's still legal. And at least as of today, it remains your constitutional right. So if you are a patient in need of abortion care, please know that our doors are open and you can call and schedule an appointment. And can you give us a sense of the toll this could take on women who are seeking abortions? Yeah, you know, I think that our affiliates have been straddling this red-blue reality for, for many years, and we do not need it to wait for Roe v. Wade to be to understand what a post-war reality looks like, mm-hmm. because that is the reality that millions of women in Missouri has been experiencing for the last decade, a reality where abortion didn't have to be completely overturned in order to make it almost impossible to access. So I think we need to be crystal clear that this has been an intentional strategy at chipping away over the decades um, and creating additional barriers that have led to to this moment where we are facing a situation where over 26 states are now poised to ban Mm -hmm. abortion. And this will mean that 36 million women of reproductive age will be forced to flee their home state and navigate a web of barriers, including traveling hundreds of miles, missing work, trying to come with the financial means not just to pay for an abortion procedure out of state, but also to arrange transportation and travel logistics. This is the moment that we have been warning about for decades. But I also want people to know that because we've been living in a post-war reality for a really long time, we have been preparing for this crisis, and now it's the time for every one of us to take action. It has taken us years of preparation, and I want people to know that we stand ready not just to fight back against egregious decisions that turn the clock back 50 years, but more importantly, we are operational ready through a regional logistics center that Governor Pritzker um, help us um, launch its opening back in November. So mm-hmm. Illinois stands ready to help patients who need travel, lodging, financial aid, and other support to access abortion care in the event that they cannot do so any longer in their home state. And you mentioned the the, the years of preparation for uh, this this moment. Um, how how is Planned Parenthood responding now? Is it just getting that word out um, that there is still access? Planned Parenthood, it's ready to not just um, push back, but we are pressing forward. 
by just getting our patient education out and ensuring that women across this country know how they can access abortion, what the nearest abortion facility is, and, and also working with champions in the legislation to ensure that Illinois continues to be a safe haven for abortion care, but that we're also tackling and preparing for additional um, support, particularly for, for women that are going to be fleeing their home states and traveling mm-hmm. to Illinois for abortion care. Uh, remind us, who is most impacted by restrictive abortion policies? I think that what we've known all along is that Roe versus Wade has never been enough for the majority of the people, for everyday life people. But this harmful law or the banning of this um, constitutional right will harm those who already face the most barriers to care. It's going to have a harmful impact on low-income communities, particularly on people of color, specifically mm-hmm. black and brown communities who already face the biggest challenges to access, accessing health care. Now, as you mentioned earlier, several states have been moving to restrict abortion access for some time now. How does that impact the work you're able to do in the St. Louis region? No, I think as you already pointed out in St. Louis, we operate the last abortion clinic in the state, and we are laser-focused on centering patients and their needs in decision-making. This impending decision coming out of SCOTUS anytime, it's just another indicator that we need to be proactive in, in our approach to expanding access to care. I think there's going to be so many less options for women to go to and access an abortion that those of us that operate in states where abortion will remain legal have to band together and ensure that we are creating a seamless path for patients to get from their home state to a safe haven um, state. And that's what our focus is right now, increasing capacity, operational preparedness, ensuring that we have enough funds and resources to give the patients all of the assistance that they're going to need in order to navigate this racist and discriminatory system that it's upon us. What are some of the most common questions you're hearing from people coming in for services? I think that this has or will create, right, some confusion. So I think people are wondering whether or not abortion, it's it's legal today, whether they can access the resources. We hear often patients just concerned about their job security, missing work in order to be able to travel hundreds of miles, how to afford the procedure. And I think more often what we hear or not hear enough from, it's from those individuals who are going to be completely unable to navigate this complicated web of challenges and additional hurdles and who will be forced to carry an unintended pregnancy. And this is why it's so critically important right now that we have an all-hands-on-deck approach where everyone who is listening takes some sort of action, whether that is 
to call your legislator, go out on the street and show your support for reproductive freedom, donate to abortion funds, and support those providers on the ground. So together, we can create the necessary infrastructure while we work also together in partnership with our allies on the ground on rebuilding and re-envisioning a future of abortion access where about abortion, it's actually accessible for all people, regardless of who they are, where they live, or how much money they make. In, in the final moments we have left, uh, Jamel C., what will you be watching as this continues to unfold? I think we're just going to continue to do what we've been preparing for, right? We mm-hmm. are going to focus on the things we have control on and that it's centering our patients, talking to an, uh, our allies, trying to mm-hmm. fight back and protect what little access to abortion is left here in the state of Missouri. Well, Mm -hmm. I am really looking forward to seeing what the Biden administration, as well as Governor um, Pritzker, can continue to Mm -hmm. do to secure access to abortion in Illinois. That's Jamel C. Rodriguez, president and CEO of Planned Parenthood of the St. Louis region in southwest Missouri. Jamel C., thanks for speaking with us. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.